action is better because I don't use my VPN accidentally. <coughs> totally not my mistake. Yeah, we are live. Okay, nice. So this works. So um, we just I I think it's a good. We had some troubles getting in the first podcast, so a good start probably is like the last time to just see. Um, yeah, how was your last week? Did you read anything interesting in the news? Who annoyed you the last time you were doing groceries? What, whatever you want to talk about. And our main topic today is death that we, uh, yeah, just, we talked a little bit at, at the end of the first podcast, I think. So, should I start or should, do, do you want to start? Uh, what we're doing is just mainly us at the computer or at home. Um, last week I was streaming like video games uh, more than usual, a good amount. And I guess the the chat and I got into this long conversation. It was really uh, enjoyable about like what we should do to clean up the planet. And like years ago, maybe not too too long ago. Um, like I just had all these ideas in my head, so I need—I just need to get them out. And so I made this little like diagram, like a, like a, like an not Excel, but a, a Google like a, Google document. I would a, a Google document, um, a diagram about, or a map, I guess, a map of what we should do, and what we get from it. And I was just saying, oh, if we if we work on, uh, like a if we if we work to improve water desalination. Should I post it? Yeah, if you want to post it. Yeah, you can post, post it in the, the chat. I just found the link, so... Uh-huh. Uh, if we work on that, it's expensive right now, but, like, if we, you know, spend the money to research it, to to improve it, maybe we can make it cheaper. If we can make it cheaper, then we can make it more common. Obviously, we all need water. Um, so, like working toward desalinating water there's there's plenty there's plenty of seawater it's just we can't drink it we can't really use it uh so we need to remove the salt from it and that's something no matter what country you live in what language you speak what faith you have uh doesn't matter we all we all need it every human being needs it so it's like one to me it's an obvious thing we should work toward because it benefits all of us yeah uh and and many parts of the uh, world like right now, California is, has all these like wildfires going on. And there's parts of the U.S. that are like under a drought, and um, there's a, a there's a lake in Africa. I forget the name off the top of my head, but like millions and millions of people need it, and it's starting to dry up. What's well, been drying up for a while, so like there's just all these different places around the world in dire need of some clean water, and if we all just kind of pitch in like what i mean every like country like start start to work on it and reducing the cost and uh all that then it's going to benefit all of us but now do we get clean water but we can get salt from it and we would get more salt than we could use like you know on our food etc cetera, etc cetera. so we need some like industrial uses for salt one such idea is a where you have a, a power plant that pulls in solar energy during the day and it traps the heat and salt 
and so that you're just spending the day capturing all that heat. And so at, when the sun goes down, night comes, you've got th this hot salt, and then you can you can pull f heat from it, you know, uh, heat some water, turn into steam, turn a turbine, turn a generator, and produce power at night based on... So it's like a solar power plant that gives you energy at night, which is a neat idea. I've, I've seen it in, uh, I think it's Morocco in Africa. Oh, okay. Um, there's a couple of places that have it. It's kind of expensive because, you know, it's kind of, you know, cutting edge. But uh, so if we had both, you know, widespread desalination and these salt-based power plants, you know, they would feed each other because you need power in order to run this desalination, desalination planet or plant. And then you need salt for the solar power plant. So you're getting clean water, energy and salt from this like pairing of these two together. If, if it can work, you know, I don't, I'm not, yeah. I'm not an expert. So, but like, it's just one thing that I went into of, you know, all these things, all these like kind of projects I, I looked into and what I found that. interesting about that and what you what you said is um like you said like all had to work together to more make it more cost efficient, obviously mm -hmm. like with all that things. And a good example from the last years how such a thing can work, especially well, this is a good thing, but um so during the last years a lot of I environmental stuff and and preserving nature stuff has gotten more attention and well it still needs more but a good example i think would be the the well they're trying to to make lab grown meat and mm -hmm. tons of big investors well went into that a lot and so these days you can find um obviously there are differences so there's like plant-based plant-based stuff that tastes like meat but um, this is the one thing, and you can buy that these days in every supermarket, but 10 years ago, you couldn't buy that anywhere. So right. this is one thing. And five years ago, one of these patties would cost a lot of money, and these days it costs less than normal meat. So yeah. um, another thing that they tried to, to do that is not that far, but they also started at the same time, I think, is to they take, I think, steam cells from animals, and from that they grow meat in the lab without mm -hmm. having to kill the animal, obviously. Um, I don't know how far that is. But yeah, this this shows um, that if a lot of big investments get together, and let's be honest, I think probably there have been a lot of people that wanted that because they think it's a good option, but there have also been a lot of people putting money in it because they think it will succeed, so they get more money. This is how, sadly, right. still things usually work. So, yeah, but you need somebody big, like, I think Bill Gates went into that, for example, some big guys who went into that before other people even realize or would risk such a thing um, most mm -hmm. of the time. Um, yeah, but it's interesting and it would be cool, um, to get that together. So I also watched the stream this, that you did when, that you mentioned when you mentioned that. And I was quite baffled that, uh, because I didn't know that, um, how far, well, how, how deep, deep you, you, you thought about that. Because I'm in a kind of opposite region, not saying that I didn't. So, well, we talked about it also in, early, in earlier podcast to just make it short. I'm really pessimistic. And I don't think, even though there's a lot of good in humanity, there's a lot more worse. And <laughs> yeah, yeah um, so I'm pessimistic and I think um, 
So when we just look at humanity at its own, so for us the best thing that could happen would be that we find another planet to destroy before this one's falling apart. Cause, yeah. and the, the only other thing that, uh, well, would work in the future that I have in my head, sadly, I would wish it would be the other way, um, would be something like this pandemic just with environment. So if all over the earth, all over the earth, everything gets kind of destroyed because of bad hurricanes, you know, stuff so that every, nobody can, so that all the big people are saying that are in charge, saying, okay, we have to do something and we can't even keep our, our businesses up. Um, everything right. goes down. Um, but even then, <laughs> even then, because <laughs> we are fucking humans, it will only work a few years. So, and then maybe 20 years after, even we have one 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 day in a year where we remind of how bad the natural disaster from 2021 was um we would again forget and go over the set boundaries that we set ourselves for this not happen again so this is how i see humanity i'm really pessimistic and i don't think um that uh, we manage that because there are so many things that we morally want to manage and that we think we are, but, but, but we are not and we are not for a long time. So I don't think that's, yeah. that's changed, but I really like the aspect because there need to be more people like you. Sadly, I, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I resignated earlier, but still really interesting topic. Yeah. Like, like I think honestly is like all the stuff we could do now. I don't know if it's all possible. I mean, there's there's more the topics, more ideas out there, but I think I'm with you that like we're not going to do it until either it's too late or we're just not going to do it at all. Like, yeah. um, we we have a phrase in English saying like uh, closing the barn door after the horses have left, which means like you do something you need to do but too late. And yeah. I think uh, you know it's a lot of it might be already too late for some some of the stuff, but. Uh, I mean, we could do it really quickly. It's just, I don't know if it's too late. And like you say, the problem is that it's like the problem we keep saying with a lot of stuff is that like it's financially motivated rather than like mandated by the government uh, that we need to reduce our pollution, you know, bring up renewable energy, et cetera, et cetera. It's like there's not enough force to make it happen. Yeah. And. So I have a, and have an actual example for that from Germany. So in Germany, we are pretty good on the course when it comes to renewable energy and stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, regarding what we were talking about. So for example, we have a lot of, um, windcraft, you know? Yeah. Um, and well, so I, they, they were not forced, but they were, um, they get bonuses. Mm-hmm. So the companies and the bonuses now run out. So now, they are not longer rentable. So that means mm-hmm. if they don't give them more money, they will all abandon them or a lot of right. them because it's not profitable anymore. Right. So, you know, yeah, that's <laughs> obviously. And I remember the same thing when I was in, in Spain. That, that's was a long time ago. And I lived there for uh, not a long time, but uh, yeah. Anyway, there were a lot of those also, and some were standing still. And I was asking the same question. I said, yeah, the license ran out. And I was, okay. <laughs> so half of them don't work anymore. So yeah, this obviously is a two-sided uh, sort of when it comes to that. Um, yeah. But there we are back to the, 
to the, to the money thing. Right. Yeah, I enjoyed your streams. You uh, played a lot of retro. I remember you beat Shadow uh, Dancer. So the first is Shadow Dancer the right name? It's the first uh, of the three. Um, uh, help me, Shinobi games. Yeah, it's it's like it's a weird entry. It's an official one, but it's not like yeah. The, I, the I, others I, are, I, are like uh, the I, first one I just Shinobi. It. It was, it, it's yeah. it's so much harder than the other two games to get into them. I got I got wasted so much in the first two levels that I skipped it and just went on with the second game, which was a lot better for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it, but it's just because it was hard and I'm bad, <laughs> so <laughs> or playing yeah. the game here. Because with, with the series, like there's Shinobi, the the arcade, and then the home ports. That's the first one, and then Revenge of Shinobi was on Mega Drive. That's the second one, and then they have Shinobi Three, but then Shadow Dancer. It's like, is it Shinobi Two and a Half? Is it Shinobi Four? There's really I don't know if there's any like consensus on which which one it is it or is it just like a an offshoot or what, but it's it's weird. Yeah. So that's kinda of the weird like I don't know, stepchild of the series or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. Well what have you been doing? Or what well, have you done this past week, I guess? Yeah. So um so I have written down some things from the news and what I've been doing, uh I'll mention mainly two things. So one one good well, okay, I will start with on Monday, Tuesday, I was out and was swimming. And mm-hmm. after I was swimming Monday, I had water in my ear. And I, I often have water in my ear, but this time it didn't went out. Mm-hmm. So I was a bit annoyed because day and day it was getting worse. And on uh, Wednesday, I could hear maybe not even half on my left ear. And mm-hmm. it, it got a bit swollen. So, well, then... Well, I talked to my father, and my father thought, well, he also had that once, and he just put alcohol in his ear, and it mm-hmm. loosed up his, you know, whatever stuck in there. So I then just got pure alcohol and put it in my ear, and let it sit there for a few minutes, rinse it out, but it didn't help, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, then I made an appointment. So we have, for that, we have a special doctor in Germany that's... Uh, Hals, Nasen, Ohren, Arzt, which basically means um, he's for throat, nose, mm-hmm. and ears. Yeah. Yeah, specialist for that. So, and with specialists, most of the time, you need a recommendation from your normal general doctor to get there, and then you need an appointment, and sometimes it can take a little bit. So, yeah, and it was pretty bad, because on Thursday... Um, it was even worse. So I could maybe hear one fourth on my left ear and it was swollen. It was hurting and I was getting stability. Is that right? What balance issues mm-hmm. a little bit. And so I was a bit like, Oh, okay, this is fucked up. What the fuck? And then I had an appointment next week and then they called me on, was it? Yeah, it was, uh, Thursday. They called me on Thursday when I was walking the dog and we're like, okay, there's a patient. He won't come to his appointment and it's in 20 minutes. Can you be here in 20 minutes? Then oh. you don't have to come to your appointment and can come now. And and my appointment was just... So when I had the appointment, they were like, okay, on this day, you can come on this day, but we have some... We have an operation and stuff. It can be that you have to wait a few hours. And I was like, yeah, I need to come. So then I was like, okay, yeah, I need 20 minutes. You know, I'm really far away and stuff. So I made it there and it was all fine. They were all really, really nice there. And well, he pulled out um, something that 
kind of probed my ear and afterwards cleaned both my ears and I was so fucking happy. And it was still mm. swollen, but nearly everything else went away. So that was pretty good. And it was also, um, yeah, interesting. So, you know, there are so many things that you are certain about to work. And as you're getting older and you realize over, if something declines over, um, a long time, it's also worse, but it's still different to something so suddenly stopping, <laughs> stopping to yeah. work and influencing so, so many other things. So that's one thing. And the other thing I, uh, want to mention when it comes to my personal stuff. So, um, last weekend, well, I mentioned it a few podcasts. So 11 years ago, I made a music album with three other guys. One was the producer. The other two people made, wrote lyrics with me. So, um, well, last weekend I was in a mood and was freestyling again after maybe 10 years. So I was listening to beats and freestyling. This is how all this started. I never was into writing. Um, so I, I was freestyling a lot, but I was never writing my own lyrics and recording it. But then I meet one of those guys and I said, Hey, come. We are also freestyling every Friday. So then I went to them. Um, I was also in the youth house back then where we did this every Friday and stuff. And well, they said, yeah, we are crew and we also record stuff. Do you want to join? Uh, oh, um, okay. So and this is how all this went, and we made this music. So and after freestyling, I thought, well, I kind of missed it. I would like to do that again. So I hmm. found an old um, saved phone data where I still had their numbers on, but I didn't know if they were correct. So I wrote both of them, hey, is the number still correct? Where are you living now and stuff? And, well, numbers were both correct, and oh. they were both still living in my town, and oh. which is pretty great. So... Well, one, well, that's not, that's not sad. Don't get me wrong. So I'm, I'm, I'm running out of friends without child. So they both have child. It's pretty complicated meeting up, um, because one seems to be just born and the other one has two uh, daughters and stuff. But we are, we all want to do it and we will make it. And with one of them, I was already sending, um, stuff. Um, well, I can show you after stream. Sadly, well, I won't play it here because it's German and nobody will understand it. But yeah, we were sending a few stuff that um, he did during the last 10 years music-wise and I was getting motivated. So I recorded also something yesterday. So this is pretty cool. It will take some time and it will start with just freestyling, but maybe something will get out again. So something to record and yeah, we will see. So this, this is a cool, cool thing that uh, I liked because I always... <clears throat> it's... it's um, well, how do I phrase that? It's never easy for me and also probably not for other people to keep in touch yeah. um so i have some good friends with with them and it's no problem whenever and you can hit each other up after you haven't talked three years and everything is like back then when you talk what what happened but i also um had friends that well you know that have a different vibe of of, of connection and it's like okay you have to talk once a week and then do that and do that and so it's obviously different and also i'm a uh, yeah, a difficult person i think um i would say and expect a lot um mm -hmm. so well i don't expect somebody to regular um meet up or stuff but i i don't like people lying to me and if people make up something like okay let's do this and that then well that's sad for me so you you better keep that or you say in, in, in before I can't. So if not, it's pretty 
pretty easy for me to ditch someone to be honest so as i said i'm not <laughs> i'm not so easy when it comes uh, to such things so it's difficult for me and also for others to uh, keep that over the years so and apart from that life changes for people we are all getting older i'm one of the few people that still has no child and doesn't want child and most of most of my friends now have uh, you know um yeah so They have, they have women, they have childs, they bought a house. Um, it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's not so easy. And obviously also the whole lifestyle changes for a lot of them, um, when this comes. Yeah. So this is what I, what I personally, yeah, kind of been through last week. Yeah. It's kind of a shame that like, um, you know, I, I'm the same way where I'm, I had friends from, you know, school, high school and all that in college that they, you know, you know, they got married and have kids and all that. So, that, you know, their, their priorities change, which is perfectly fine. Um, and there's plenty of, I think there's plenty of people. It seems like it's a growing trend for people to go childless, like to, to not want children. Like I think it's more, it's becoming more and more accepted. And it seems like, Oh, with the internet and social media, it should be easy to find people, but it seems like social media is just like, something we were starting to avoid more and more because it's uh, just becoming less, you know, uh, how, do, how do I say it? it's like becoming more toxic or something like that, or, or just less appealing. So it's, yeah. it's kind of sad that like we, we, again, like we have the tool to, to find other people maybe nearby who, you know, have similar interests, in similar lifestyles, but uh, it's just difficult to find those people because of it's it's, it's kind of I don't know if this is right, and I also only took part in that in the early days. But I I will say how I so I'm not sure if this is right or anything, and obviously the experience for everyone is a little bit different. But when it all started, so for me, um, social stuff started with ISC. That was the biggest mm -hmm. thing, and afterwards that was ICQ. At least that what I what I remember now from the top of my head. And back then and afterwards there was MySpace. Um but um it's it's a little bit like back then you didn't think a lot about it. Also maybe there were but you didn't know that there were I don't know, maybe tons of bots trying to put out an opinion or whatever or or toxic groups and if they were there you had no clue. So it was a lot easier to just go into that, you know? Like a virgin, <laughs> not like with all that, um, all that labels and all that happened, uh, bundled into that, into that social media. Well, yeah. As I said, I, I haven't took part afterwards and maybe this is even, even, even wrong. Maybe I, I, I should, but, um, yeah. So, um, this is what I think about it. But as I said, I never had Facebook or, anything like that after those platforms apart from discord but obviously i take part in the things i mean i'm on twitch sadly in last time not that often but um from time to time and we are on twitch now <laughs> and yeah i use discord and obviously without that we wouldn't have this podcast just to give one example and i'm happy that we have that and have the ability to to talk about that i mean how else would it be possible so if we wouldn't have that so i would have to randomly ran into you when I'm in Texas and then, right. uh, you know, and we wouldn't even, so 
we had a, we know we shared a lot of interest i mean not about podcasts but about retro games before and if you bump into one on the road it's not like hey do you also like retro games so it's like um and i think this is general problem in in in, in the whole thing so the problem is probably not even that we are not using social media right um and i'm not not sure if this is a typical german problem but i will um give this example so for example when you when you ride a bus in germany and i'm not sure if it's the same in the usa everybody sits there and the most important thing even for before coronavirus so if there's a free place you you won't sit next to a person if there's another free place yeah and if they would would look at you strange also you don't talk to people in there so everybody is like looking at their phone listening to music and would be people are weirded out and it's like okay what's what's that you know there's a there's and i and i kind of feel it because i was socially awkward a long time so and with socially awkward i mean like i was like okay i'm here in my little um How do I phrase that? I'm in my castle that I take with me wherever I go. Please don't enter. I have, yeah. you know, the thing with water around, so it's hard to come in. And um, also I have a dragon. Please leave me alone. So a little bit like that. And I think um, a lot of people that, um, well, maybe even the problem is that. And they should let someone in the castle but everyone is going like that and so there's not even a connection and then the people go home and take an app where it's like okay meet other people and then you know try that which is kind of stupid if you just think okay you have to do the same thing there just yeah just talk to someone you know but yeah so there's a something build up there over time that makes it harder and harder to engage in what once were normal human interactions It's, it's funny that you, you mentioned that because like uh, you're saying like you, you get on the bus and you don't, you know, you, you sit as far away from people as you can and you don't talk, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I mean, I, in my experience of riding a bus here in the U.S., it's the same way. Uh, there might be, you know, you might find two people conversing or whatever, but uh, or if you're like you, if you're going to school, of course, and you, you have a friend, you're going to talk to them, of course. Uh, but if if there's strangers on the bus, you don't generally talk to them or sit by them if you can't, if you can help it. But like I hear just here and there, you know, on the internet, people saying like Europeans saying, oh yeah, like we generally don't, you know, talk to each other in public. And if it is, if there is somebody just striking up a conversation, it's it probably is, an American, it but it's like, well, here in America, I don't really <laughs> see that happening too much. It's It's kind of funny. I guess maybe. <laughs> You know, it's you know certain certain people, right, who want to strike a conversation with strangers. But I guess maybe uh, when people travel, the people who travel are more likely to be those kind of people who like to just try, you know, try something new, strike up a conversation with strangers, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe that's why people get that that impression that all Americans are like that. But I think from my experience, we're more like okay, if we're all going to the grocery store or getting on the bus or whatever, or if we're in line to, you know, in the checkout aisle, you know, we're all going to stand away from each other. We're not going to talk to each other and just kind of respect each other, but we're, we're, we're the same way. I, I, in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I, I guess this is different from country to country or from maybe even from continent to continent or from town to town or whatever. But yeah, I wonder where 
when this change happened. So if it's if it's mentality that changed over time, I'm pretty sure there are there are areas where it's a lot more common to just talk to people. You know, there are areas where there's a lot less. Well, let's say technical entertainment where it's normal for, for example, childs to just play on the streets, like when I grew yeah. up or stuff. And I think this is something when somebody grows up and um, in, in a village where everything happens on the streets because you have a small home and stuff, it's a lot more natural that you just talk to people <laughs> on the outside. And it's not like everybody listens to their music or um, right. uh, that's, that's whatever. So I think that's kind of plays into that. And this is also where this, this urge to find social interaction because you're kind of disconnected. And then, I don't know, maybe use Tinder or whatever. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of think that all plays into it, but I'm just guessing here. I obviously have no, no clue. I'm, I don't know. I'm no professor for social interaction. Right. Now, I heard, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just something I've heard on the, on the internet that I think maybe from one or two different sources that the Faroe Islands is like this set of islands to the north of Britain. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a small set of islands, probably not that many people living there. Uh, but it's that kind of situation where it's like, it seems like it's the neighborhood of our childhood where like kind of everybody knows each other. And I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that people don't even lock their doors because everybody knows everybody. And so they just kind of walk into each other's houses. There's no like, yeah, like there are some here. areas like this. I also yeah. saw documentaries, uh, documentary, but I don't know which area, but I asked some of those. Yeah. It, it, that's like, it seems kind of idyllic, but then I don't know. I, I don't know anybody who lives there. I've never seen information about somebody who says, Oh yeah, this, this, from, I actually, from that place. Mm-hmm. I actually saw a documentation about, um, policemen working there. So this is how I got to know that. Um, yes, it's, it's not much going there for him. <laughs> um, this kind of what's, well, I haven't, so all I say now is totally a budget probably, so better read it up yourself because I read about it 10 years ago or something like that, but I found it pretty interesting. So when I have to translate one of the words, so there's a big, big, um, river. Um, I gotta translate the name. And um, on this river, wait, is it that? It's called, wait, Danubian or Danube? Yeah, Dan- uh, Danube, I think we say in English. Danube, okay, okay, okay. So, you know, so in that region, um, um, they found um, the remainings of, a, of an older tribe that lived there before us, and they were living without a government. Mm-hmm. And they also had no money. And they were mainly peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was pretty interesting. And they were pretty high developed for the time. I found it really interesting. I heard, I read about that 10 years ago. And I think it was an etymologist. I don't know if the word is right. You know, the professors that are about finding old cultures and, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they found that out. And, um, that one guy had, a, um, um, one of his, so he was teaching at a university and one of that you could see on the internet it was maybe one or two hours. And I looked at that and uh, watched it and it was really interesting about that. Uh, I don't know somehow, um, this, how, how this brought me there, but I had to think about that. I found it really interesting, but I have to, um, look that up again to really talk 
with that with a foundation but it has been such a long time but i found that really interesting that there was a culture without money without a government that lived peacefully and was highly developed and it worked yeah yeah Yeah, there's some there's some tribes like that they they um they're they're peaceful and then some are kind of uh really from from our perspective really barbaric they're really harsh in punishment stuff like that and so it's really you can get it you can you know have either way in those kind of isolated yeah you know cultures and i mean it's it's kind of still so we are obviously a lot more globalized but still every every country um tries to keep the wealth for its own to a certain degree and tries mm-hmm. to keep a, you know it's like so in Europe, for example, um, the European Union and Turkey have a agreement about how much. So you get so and so much money, but for that you have to take that much refugees, yeah. stuff like that. That's really crazy, and they are, um, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, I don't know. We are more globalized, but we are also still kind of like, okay, let's keep that for myself. In a, yeah. in a certain way. So, okay, w- we are, we are really wealthy and let's give something out, but okay, we gotta keep that. We need that, that has to be here for safety, just in case, you know? So just to be better than the others, keep this here and don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I was just thinking, um, I don't know what, what, what led me down this train of thought, but like you were saying better than the others. And that reminds me of that, like, you know, I think, you know, when I was researching the stuff w- that we should do to clean up our planet, to make everything, to make the planet better for everyone, no matter, you know, whenever your nation you're born in, no matter what language you sp- speak, you know, clean air, clean water, you know, that's beneficial to everybody. And of course, uh, you know, food for everybody, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But it was, I was wondering why don't we do this? And it's kind of, there's somewhat of a case of that kind of, yeah, of yeah. Um, that selfishness. But yeah. it's not just it's not just hoarding money or resources. It's because you want to one up. You want to become. You want to look better than your neighbor or your competitor or whatever. So there's all this like this country versus this country. This country versus this country. They're trying to like they're they're basing their 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 worth on this you know dollar amount or euro amount you know, this amount of money that they have or that they pull in every year. And so there's this race of trying to gather or make more money every year. It's not just countries, but it's like companies and it's like people and they're more concerned with that number. And, and that's what I'm thinking. Like the probably, you know, not many people in the, you know, if you look at the list of the top, you know, wealthiest people in the world, not many of them can contribute to, to you know philanthropy they don't like try to help out lesser people or you know disadvantaged people because they're they're in competition with each other to try to get more money and that's that's their goal in life is just to be number one at that in that competition but like oh. money money's just like this tool it's it's not what they would see it as like the goal in life is to get more 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 money but from what i see it from my perspective it's just a goal to get what you want. Like if you, if you, if you just want money in your, in your vault, like what are you going to do with it? Like it's, it's what what money can get you. That's what I 
find valuable about it. But go ahead. It definitely is. And I, I, I would wish we, we, we had a fucking rich person in here that can talk with us about this because yeah. we are both, I guess, not rich. But I will say something that I guess that most rich people would tell you. And it would be cool if everybody on the world, I mean, obviously, if everybody on the world would be rich, then money, if right. there would be an inflation, it would be, apart from that, if everybody would be rich for a time and he thought he would be his whole life, then they would, then they would pretty sure after more spending a lot, realizing that it still doesn't get them happy. So, right. well, you have to be fair money makes you happy to a certain degree and and especially if you don't have things like if you don't have really necessary things like food and water and the fucking house you know you can't right. you can be the happiest person of the world if you don't have money and money is sadly the thing that you need for that in our society to get that then you can't even think about much else it's not even possible but because you don't even have the necessities for for anything more um but well, if every, if, if, if you would be rich and if you have, then, then there's a certain time, I guess, obviously I'm not rich, uh, where you have bought everything, you know, everything you need. Maybe you have even bought stuff in between that you don't need. Most people do even if they don't have a lot of money <laughs> to, yeah. to, to do that stuff. So, and then you would realize there's still something missing. So, and this is where, where this gets, gets interesting. So m money can buy you happiness to a certain degree but not fully so yeah. yeah and and maybe it's just the way people i i mean i'm not going to say all rich people just like certain i guess the kind of the typical rich person we think about who's just concerned about business and money um they're they're probably just like us they're probably you know looking for happiness and they have like you like you said they have their 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 home and their food and and the cars and planes or whatever they have, like they've got that, all that covered. They could retire, but I think they're just in this. They are trapped in that, in that system, probably. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They and, they feel this hole, like this. They're unhappy because they feel like there's this hole in their life, and they think money's the thing that's going to fill it. But I don't think that's the case. Yeah, obviously we have to differentiate, and there are a lot of different. But yeah, I totally mm -hmm. see see where you're going with that, and. So we talked about that. I think on the last podcast, I was just saying uh, in between something like, I think I would never get rich because from my mentality, if I would get to a certain degree of rich, so if I would get 1 million, mm -hmm. I would, I would stop doing, uh, or let, let, let me phrase it another way. I have sadly never in my life did, did, uh, never in my life did for a long term something um, that I really enjoyed that yeah. gave me money. So mm -hmm. maybe it's because of that. So mostly my jobs, obviously, they also have things that were cool. Maybe there was a cool time with the colleagues and some, some parts of the w work was really interesting, but I never found something that I really, you know, I, I, I really liked mm -hmm. and I was fulfilled by. It was more like a necessity that I have to do to get money. Yeah. And maybe, this is where, where this come from. So I was never engaged in a system for me. This is something I have to do to live my life. And the less I'm in that, the better for my own health. Mm -hmm. That sounds stupid, but that's, so this is why I, so I could never think about something I could get 
so you know i never was so deep in the system i was always like okay i have to do this and that uh, for that and then i'm fine i don't want to do more i don't you know it's it's like yeah. um and, and then i'm done and if i would get rich it would be the same thing if i get one million i would stop working i would only do stuff that i like from then on and i also wouldn't ask for for for, for money for the stuff that i like because i would like okay i have enough money i that would be i, I wouldn't like that you know so yeah. from a moral standpoint, so I would stop. But I think most people that get rich, um, they they wouldn't get rich when they had that attitude. Yeah, they get deep into the system before and then play with it, and then they are in it. Um, right. If they like to play or they are trapped or whatever, I, I don't know. But yeah, so this is what I think. But it's interesting to talk about money um, without having that much. But yeah, I I, I probably think um, that. Yeah, if there was a rich person here, I hope they would agree. <laughs> yeah, and I think money just like when you when you get when you cross that threshold of being like when like you're there's there's some threshold and it is different for everybody where like you've you've got you've got it set and you're making a lot of money. Let's just say you're you know Microsoft or Apple or Google in the early days and they just made a bunch of money and they maybe had all these ideals but then there's this point where like later in time where the, the your goals like uh let, let's say let's just say like you're a company like let's just say you're part of a company like Apple or Microsoft and you you make some product or service and it really takes off and you're really making millions and millions of dollars a year and you're like maybe tens of millions or whatever, you know, like just lots and yeah, lots of money. Big amount. And, and so like at that point, when you cross that threshold, you're like, Oh, we can do this. We, we, we can like, you know, we can help the poor or we can clean up the environment or we can do this or, you know, uh, we can create some jobs for people that are like, that pay well and you know, are fulfilling or this and this and this. And then, but there's this point later down the road where I don't know if it's like you hire these, these kind of people that you were, we're talking about who just care about money, but somehow your, your company would change from that idealistic uh, wanting to change the world to just yet another company that's there to meet, uh, you know, quarterly, analyst yeah. expectations yeah. and you're just there to make money and all that stuff all that idealism has gone out the window and you're just there because um, as long as I keep this machine running then I can do what I want but uh, I'm not going to do anything to help anybody else because yeah. I don't want to I, I want more money and I don't know it's just it seems like money is just this like toxic thing that changes people at some level I remember that a few weeks ago there was a news about that the uh... Um, the employers at Blizzard, um, how, how less they are paid. So, mm. um, and I'm now talking about the customer support. So they were basically all, um, that worked on Diablo and, uh, World of Warcraft and stuff. And they were all getting the, the lowest possibly that it was mm -hmm. allowed to pay in that country. <laughs> so, yeah. so, and that basically came out. So they had to skip meals and stuff like that. So, and that's also the, 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 the problem that, all these big companies obviously have to, due to the fact that we are all so globalized, we have to 
and all has to be profitable and this is the aim so you have to make profit and then they are all at the um, you know have stocks and stuff so you have to make profit and you always have to grow you always have to make more like all like everything in this world it's important to grow how many percent growth has each country each year and stuff right. um, even though most of us can agree that it's not always healthy in all ways um, and yeah so and you have to if you have two really good companies and one is really good even to their uh, lowest workers and but the other one just puts them to I don't know, to another country where they have to pay a lot less. Right. Then they will make more money. So, right. you know, it's like, so, so this is a problem that kind of, this is where the snake bites its own tail, kind of. Right, right. Yeah. I, I think maybe that's part of like what we're, we're kind of com combining two subjects is like, why don't we have, why aren't we working on water desalination? Why aren't we working on renewable energy? It's because the people with the money, those companies and the organizations with the money are focused on just getting more money and making sure the machine keeps going. But like it's at the benefit at what's costing us that that at what that auto, what that attitude costs us is like we're getting people who are like you're saying they're working for a minimum wage, like the minimum and they have to skip meals. Um, and uh, they aren't putting into taxes and so because the big companies don't pay their share of taxes it has to come from the the people the workers and so you know they have less money and less power you know to do what they want and so i don't know it's just this toxic if if that's the case if it's the case of like we're just consumed by greed like the the people at the top are just consumed by greed uh, i think the problem is we just we just so how, this is a hard one to phrase. We we have yeah. just founded our society on a few things that got out of control over yeah. over the time. So they first yeah. came out, not, nobody thought a lot about that, and over the time they got out of control. But they have been there so long that nobody nobody will change them unless something, you know, something really 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 big happens, like this pandemic. But I'm not talking, for example, about money about the money system. Um, so just to take one w one example, so and nobody also would know how. And it's like with all these things, when you're doing something for a long time, you won't change it. It's like we talked about the climate change. Yeah. So and even if it will take a long time and it will be small steps. So and this is a yeah. I guess this is a problem. So we we made so many of of these of these of these constructs. That kind of eat ourselves alive nowadays. Mm -hmm. As law mm -hmm. is another good example. So, you know, so, and it's good that there's law. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to say <laughs> get rid of all the law, but the law is like, um, well, let's say, for example, people, so, so there's a case, there's a proven case, there's a case and it was on video, but, and everybody on, on the world or 90% of people would agree, okay, this one is right, this one is wrong. But in the law system, it's still possible <laughs> that the other one yeah. will win. 
Right. So obviously our law system is totally flawed and everybody knows that. So, you know, this is just one example and it's, it's no matter if you take the, 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 the money or this, it's, I'm just trying to, 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 to make the point that we made a lot of stuff and some of them are really, are really important. I mean, you need something to exchange. You know, it's good. I wouldn't even say it's bad that there's a currency. We can't right. change everything for apples and animals for apples or whatever, you know. But um so all of these things just got out of hand over time. Yeah. And there was no regulation. And now everybody is like, okay, but we can't touch that now. That's, that's yeah. we, we can't. And it's the same like the climate thing. It will, if it, it needs, a, it, it needs big, big fuck ups that, will be shown all over media for something to change otherwise nothing will change and yeah. with the with the attention span these days um and also a lot of media kind of, so obviously there's free media um there's also controlled media there's also media that makes media against other media there's mm-hmm. you know it's like <laughs> it's like the all the stuff so media is the same thing it's it's good that there's media but you know, do you know how to trust these days? It's also interesting right. when we talked about the countries earlier, about everyone want to want to be the best, and okay, we help a bit, but uh, we can't help more because otherwise it would be worse for other people, even though we have enough of everything or whatever. Um, right. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's a yeah, it's we... my my fingernails crawl up when I talk about it. Kind of, it's like Ugh. yeah, we've really like compounded our mess haven't we like we've really made we started with a a flawed system and just like made it worse and worse and worse and we just don't know we can't really see an easy way out of it yeah i know we're in it i wonder that would be an interesting thing to to really to really find out if you for example if you watch um if you watch or read news on a certain topic regarding another country would be really interesting to do that and then watch the same news from different countries that are pro or contra that country. Right. You know, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably also pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I mean, it's probably always been this way, but at least here in the U.S., it's like something happens. The, you know, the, whoever the current president is at the time says this, and then you have, this group of newspapers and news outlets spinning it, spinning it to mean like, oh, he meant this, and then the other side is saying, oh no, he meant this, and so it's just yeah. like, it's like you can't just get, it's hard to get just the facts, and maybe some like, like, some background on what the issue is. It's you just, you're getting more opinion than like fact, and it's very difficult to to base your like information off of all that yeah it is that's also frustrating if, if you are um let's say you know you're a normal human being so you're working half of your fucking life and then coming home and maybe saying okay i watched the news i just want to get the info and then you get yeah. five conflicting infos and just uh, annoyed after watching that right. even if you wanted to get informed and i don't know this can lead to a lot of different things it can lead to not believing any of it that can lead to not caring at all for it that can lead you know that can lead to so many things and also that is pretty obvious um but it's yeah 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 and and, and that's one thing that 
it's easy to lose and hard to gain its trust and respect when like your government is saying one thing, but the opposite is happening. Like, let's say you've got an official who's like broke the law and then they're saying, no, no, that didn't happen. And then you have his friends say, no, it didn't happen. And this investigation that happened and he says, oh, I'm sorry. Well, like, how can you trust that person? Like they, they knew better at the time that they shouldn't do that thing, but they did that thing anyway. And then they said, no, it didn't. Then they lied again and said, no, I'm, I wasn't doing it. And then it comes to light that they were doing it. And they said, oh, yeah, I was, okay, I'm sorry. So they've lied twice. And like when enough people in the government lie about what they're doing, like then you lose trust in the government. And then when you lose trust in the news sources, when they're helping that lie, like they're, they're trying to spin that lie into like something else or saying, oh, no, he said this but it's really this or he did that, but it's really like, this is what the truth is. And like, if you lose faith in the government, you lose faith in your news, your, your media, then like, you're just like this grouchy person who just doesn't really. <laughs> then you listen to Alex Jones. probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either listen to Alex Jones or just don't listen to anything at all. And you're just like this, uh, you know, angry person who doesn't really see like, our situation getting better. And like, I, I guess, I think, you know, many of us don't mind if times are tough as long as, as long as there's some kind of plan for it to get better. But like, if, if it goes year after year and like nothing's getting better, you know, we're not really feeding the, the hungry. We're not helping the poor. We're not cleaning up the pollution. We're not, you know, making, improving job security and wages. If nothing that's happening year after year after year, we, we lose faith in like, yeah, we become cynical and we lose faith in, you know, our, our, our society. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's kind of like this. So it's honestly, it's a little bit like, okay, so do I, do I play in the system that I don't like and that's totally flawed? And do I right. play in it in a, in, in a, in a way degree that I can keep myself as far as I want out of that, but I still have to partake for that or I have to right. find another solution. I wasn't able to, so far, but yeah, so, so this is obviously one thing. And obviously it depends uh, from, from person to person. I mean, there are probably a lot of persons that never ever think about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have to yeah, they're, think. They're, they're trapped in it, but like they don't really think about, they just. Especially I, I, the people that don't even have the necessities like food and water and a house. Why, why yeah. would you think about such thing? You know, you think about when do I get my next meal? Probably. I mean, I ho I'm happy that I don't know from first hand, but I think that's like it is. So if you don't have these things, then you don't think about. So, I mean, obviously there are stuff like, so there have been revolutions cause people see everywhere it's fine and here everything is miserable. So they reward against the government and stuff. But in general, so a lot of these things, if you don't have anything, it's a lot harder to even think about those things because if you don't know right. where you get your next meal then you don't think about what's wrong in the world you think where do i get my fucking next meal i have pain um i want to eat my stomach hurts and how do right. i feed my children right yeah yeah it's a sad topic but sadly it's 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 also nothing new well maybe so just because I really, I really like this. So just jumping from one to the other and see where the associations lead. But if you want, we can come to, so today, as I said at the start, 
and as we teased in the first podcast, we wanted to talk about death. So maybe yeah. uh, we, we, we should come to that before two hours yeah. are over. And uh, yeah. we, we have so <laughs> many s subjects to talk about. And like, it's like um, any any subject we, we bring up could just be the whole podcast. It's I mean, we just got a lot of talk, like a lot of information there. So yeah, uh, it's I guess that's just part of part of the fun of it is just trying to get yeah <laughs> we're trying to get I, to the death but like you know there's a lot of good stuff to talk about too i i really agree and i think this is the this is the cool stuff just going from you know having associations and just freely singing and talking without you know having to fear that anything of that you know yeah. it's that somebody is pissed at that or that's uh, so it's interesting when somebody has another opinion or another view on something and mm. Yeah, that's cool stuff. I really liked it, and I think we should keep it that way, that we start that way, like, no matter what. So, some just, yeah, thinking about, so, what have you done last week, or what do you want to talk about? It's not important if you have done, or if you don't want to talk about it, or if you read something interesting, and maybe, I mean, there are weeks, uh, I, I, I hope they will come again, where, where I'm on holiday lying in fetus position and not doing anything apart yeah. from uh, I don't know playing playing a video game or something like that. So I mean, obviously that's also fine, and even if you don't want to talk about that, but you know I still would enjoy such news because then I would look at the game. But that's another story. So okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Dev is a pretty. It's also a pretty big topic that we could probably talk about days. I just want to make clear how we came to this topic on the first podcast and correct me because I haven't heard it since we done it. But I remember that I was talking, um, about, so, um, about one thing I was talking about and that was that I wanted to care about my parents when they are older. Um, yeah. because, um, I worked at, yeah, at, yeah, I worked in ca taking care for old people uh, a lot, so I know how this works. And I also sadly know, even though all people are doing their best and I don't want to say anything bad about people, that in most of these, um, yeah, in most of these places, um, people don't earn enough. Nobody's interested in the job, so there are not enough people for all the I don't know, inhabitants, patients, whatever you want to call them, that mm -hmm. live there or have to live there. Um, also, obviously, this is a big step because most people don't want to go there. They A lot of people hate it there and they don't want to do that, but they can't take care for themselves and they don't have other people that can do it. Um, also, these places, obviously, this costs money, so which is partially paid by health insurance, but, <laughs> well... They cost about two to three thousand euro a month and they take that from your money. And the only thing you can keep is about three thousand. I think it's three thousand six hundred. Everything else they will take from you. So basically meaning even if you are really rich or, you know, maybe not a million, but if, if you have a, a good amount for a normal person that you put, put in your bank account and then all of a sudden because you have an accident and you have nobody that can take care of you, and then you get in such a place and then you have to pay 3000 bucks a month and you can't earn money anymore. Right. You know, then that goes fast. So, um, that's a lot of money. So, and then you're in a place. So for example, most in, in my place, most people that live there, 
Um, they were all 65 plus and had multiple illnesses. And they got around, most of them got around 80 to 120 bucks a month, you know? Mm. So they got food for free, um, apart from two that bought that. But the, the others got fruit and stay for, I mean, it's not free. As I said before, they take money from them for that. Or if they don't have more money, then they take it from their health insurance. And that's, that's the money that they have left to, to live off, to buy stuff, to buy whatever. Maybe they are smokers, so they pay, some of them paid all their money for cigarettes nearly every month. And that's all, you know, and then even, so in my place, most people, it was a really old house, didn't even have an own room. They were in a room with another person, and they all had multiple illnesses. So if you have a person that screams at night, um, in a schizophrenic, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, good night. Have a, have a good sleep. So it's, well, that's, that's pretty hard. I don't, I don't want that. And this is, this is what I was talking about then. And the other thing about death. So sadly, I've been, so for about a year, I've been thinking quite a lot about it, to be honest. Um, so for me, it's, it mainly started, um, last year when I had heart issues and went to the specialist for heart stuff and my heart is okay, by the way. So, um, for me, it started cause I had, um, I, I, I have pain in my stomach and different regions. And I went to the doctor, so even before Corona, and they did saying out something, okay, my heart is fine and stuff, but I still have this pain. And I have it on a regular level. And it really is like, when you, for example, when you, and it's not even that you can make it to, 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 um, it's not like every time that I do hard work, I have it. It's like, you know, some, sometimes I will just want to close the door and then it hurts and they're really bad. Like there's something swollen in there, mm-hmm. but they, they, so, and, and such things are like, when you have some examinations and they say, okay, everything is fine, but you still have that. And you're like, well, I mean, I, I cared for hypochonda and people like that and people with multiple illnesses. And I, I know I feel that whatever it is. Whatever it comes from, even there's nothing, nothing showing. Um, and I even, um, I mean, this is openly talking, so I will talk about it. So one time when it was the worst, I called an ambulance. Um, and I had a, I had a, a blood pressure of, of 200 and 120. So it was all pretty, yeah. I'm not, um, matter of fact, nothing happened. They told me stuff that didn't really make sense. Um, Nothing was found, and yeah, so this went for maybe a year from time to time, and it's really hard to keep a normal life because what I, the point I want to go to is that death can have to or the sort of death or that you are die. Obviously, we are all gonna die. Um, is there are two things. So one thing is when you think you die soon. Obviously, certain things matter more and certain things matter less. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, okay, I everything I always wanted to do that. Maybe I should do that now because I don't have time. But it's also like a lot of things that you that you are forced to do that you don't want to do get a lot harder. Yeah. In that case. So these are the, 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 the kind of two sides that that um yeah, death has for me. So I would I would like to have death as a companion that's like, okay, 
I should rather do, you know, stuff that I really like a lot more and so make the most of my life on the one hand. But on the other hand, it's like, so when you have such a thing, for example, it's like, it's more like, for me, it's like after things got checked out and it was like, okay, so what I do now, I still have this pain. So I lay down, listen to an audiobook and try to sleep. Yeah, it's like they ha they haven't done their job. Like they they didn't find anything. They should just you know, I, I from from their perspective, it's like, well, do they they think you're lying? You, no, no. So they, they they at the end um, basically told me that they think this comes from overworking and maybe depression. Hmm. But I don't think that's so. I it, it sounds so stupid, but I I know, you know, I don't think that pain at certain points that is really there and that I feel can come from such a thing. So maybe I'm wrong about that. So that's obviously a, a point, but still for me, it's like a little bit like, uh, it's so annoying and it's still there and I don't know what to do. Yeah. And, and that, that's just like a, a it, it's difficult, but it seems like our system doesn't make it any easier where like if you have a doctor and the patient comes in and says, Oh, I've got this pain right here. And there's the, the standard test don't find anything. Well, like either, you know, the patient could be lying or the patient, I mean, maybe, maybe it's stress, but maybe it's something else. And I think you're thinking it's something else. And like, you're, you want to, you know, talk to other people and get some other examinations until you find like, until you get a more thorough, like, yeah. examination and it's just yeah. like they're they're kind of just putting they're putting you back or they're you know they're stopping that from happening like you want like more tests to try to find out if there's something like something serious coming you know your way but they're like saying oh no you're just probably distressed and you're just dismissing what you're what you're saying that's that's part of the problem with our system our health system yeah is that um it's too expensive to like test everyone for everything. It's like, uh, if it was just possible to test everyone for everything, then you know, they can. Yeah, sure. But I mean, uh, th that's also, a, you're totally right. And we also come to, to, to a certain point that we talked about with, um, well, this is also pretty dark, but we are, so we, we talked about also a reason for so many people getting in these retirement areas where we talked about our retirement homes and stuff like that because they can't uh, take care for themselves. It has a lot right. to do with um, our medical system and in this case with um, drugs making them live longer. Not So obviously right. I won't say that's always a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a good thing that somebody with high blood pressure can take something and live longer. But on the other hand... Um, well, this is obviously also a reason why we have people getting older at the end, not being able to do much more in their life. Because, well, I will say it the hard way, they should be dead. So right, don't like, get me wrong. This is just drastically, drastically sad. Um, but yeah, because they're different. So I saw people living where there was no chance of them getting getting back not much left in the brain because maybe one part after a stroke was totally nulled out and stuff like that and we are just kept alive for 10 more years so yeah. to, just to, to make a drastic example 
there there's a the double-edged sword of of living longer it's like well you know if you had i don't know let's say a heart issue or something like that you, you might have died in your sleep but if they if they take care of that then like then there's other things that are maybe less peaceful that can kill you like uh like maybe as you get older you get more susceptible to cancer or something like that or uh, organs failing, something like even more painful and, and drawn out versus like just dying in your sleep naturally. And that's, that's, I don't want to make a judgment call, but that's like just the reality of it. Like we're all certain to die. Yeah. It's just like, um, if we stretch out life, then there's, there's a possibility that, you know, if you suffer from some condition, they'll have some kind of treatment for it and it makes thing life, you know, more also- pleasant. All the treatments, all the treatments. I have to I have to say this from from what I so what I see, what I've seen here in Germany, and so most of the people that um, lived at my workplace were sixty five plus and had different issues. You know, mm-hmm. they got um, they got um, wait, what's the word? They got drugs um, to to help that, and most of those drugs have wait, what's the word in English? The stuff that happens that you don't want to happen when you take a drug. Side effects. Side effects. Yeah, exactly. So most of the drugs have side effects. And what they right. do, they use other drag- drugs to keep the side effects down. Right. So this is what, what happens. So there are people that are, so the people with the highest doses or the most different stuff, well, they, they, they get three times 15, 15, or maybe four, even four times, 15 different drugs a day. Jeez. So for, 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 for one of them, even their stomach was because they for a time forgot to give, give her something against, um, um, so when you get that many drugs, so basically her, her stomach got loose from inside from all the drugs and they mm-hmm. also need to give her something to keep the stomach intact because otherwise, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so th- th- this is, yeah, and this is how this is normal handled. So obviously yeah. they change up stuff. So if somebody has really negative side effects and they try a different manufacturer of that and stuff, but most of these things have side effects and they try different stuff. And also in this um, places, they are obviously the doctors are not the ones checking that. So the people that are, that are already, there are too few of them because they don't get enough money and nobody wants to work in such a place. So, right. well, my workplace as an example, most of the time you're alone, you have two different floors, you have about 21 people. So if you don't check that when something changes there, for example, from different medicament, and you don't write a notice to the doctor, then they don't know. Right. So you see where the problem lies. And you obviously have, you know, well, well where I work... Um, all that psychical problems. So this is a lot, a little bit different because it's harder than in a normal retirement home, obviously, because, you know, you maybe have people that get aggressive or stuff. So it's not like you have your head free the whole time. And also all people come with their whole problems and some are borderline and some are schizophrenic and whatever. And then you also have to keep that in mind. And so, yeah, that's, you can see where, where the errors happen, obviously. Right. And everybody sees that. But yeah, All right. It's just yet another part of our broken system where we're 
our you know, our governments and our companies are in competition for money rather than like putting that money to where it needs to be like making sure people you know have a comfortable end of their life yeah and it it, it, it seems like just this low effort i mean i know uh developing drugs is this hard thing to do but it's it seems like i think the pr- approach of just giving people pills is the wrong thing like people need to you know as much as they can you know get outside and maybe do something to you know some kind of routine where they can like it seems like part we, of the we world, have right? a sorry mm-hmm. go on go on like like people at that age they can't work for a living but they could still do something that like knitting or you know maybe going out to the park something like to kind of enjoy life something to keep them busy um rather than kind of just sitting watching tv or reading a book or something like that just something a little more active yeah where 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 possible rather than just giving them more and more drugs right yeah, you are definitely right, and that's a problem. And I saw our medical system is not focused on that. Our medical system system is focused on when something happens, get rid of what happens, not where it comes from. That's the problem regarding yeah. that. Yeah. I have a, also a really bad example. Um, so not that example is bad, but what happens is bad. What happens or what is done to dement? Do you know the word in English? Yeah, so, dementia. Yeah. Yeah, dementia. Exactly. So for dementia, care for people with dementia. Obviously, that's also difficult, um, especially because, well, where we know dementia, so they have a, um, they have an urge to run away, for example. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, they try to take a bus. So what they did in most clinics and stuff like that, they just put fake bus stops there. And what yeah. they also do is that they hide the doors. So you can't mm-hmm. see from the inside that you can go outside. Um, mm-hmm. what they do to take, to 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 keep these people busy is, for example, they make them sort things by color, and when they are mm. finished, they put it over and let them do it again. So, and obviously, you also got to be fair about it. And yeah, that's pretty wor- pretty bad. But it's also the same reason we also was talking about before. If you are a nurse and you are alone on your station, and you have twenty patients and two of them have dementia. What right. are you supposed to do with them? So right. I had a really, really, really good um, teacher that was uh, big into dementia. And, well, she played out some really great stuff that she did with... Uh, so, well, her way to do it was like to play out everything they get into with them. So she she hide with a with a with a woman and thought bombs were coming under their bed and was talking to them and stuff. So she so was always playing along with what they were doing, what they were into, and all loved them, <laughs> yeah. all loved her. So that was pretty interesting. But obviously, you can't even do the right thing in the well with if you are one person and you have twenty two patients. Right, it doesn't work yeah. at all. So you have to use methods that are ethically wrong. Right. And and that you touched on another and like like I'm gonna combine two things you said, like um one that we're living too long, like kind of artificially, and then there's cases where dementia or you have other issues where like you you just like you're you're bedridden or you can't move. Like you can't move from your bed. Like yeah. 
I think we all like we don't want to talk about it, but like uh, we need to have that conversation where people say, okay, like at some point in their life, they need to write down in paper, like on a sheet of paper, and sign it. Yeah. Uh, the same, like, oh, if this happens to me, just I want it. Yep. Yeah, just just pull yep. a plug. And I think we all like we don't want to talk about that, but we we should because we know it's a possible. Yeah. We know we know we're going to die. We don't know how, and so we should say. If in this case, in this case, in this case, like just, I mean, there's no, there's really very, as far as I know, there's very little like uh, hope of coming out of a coma or curing dementia. And there's just um, these sorts of circumstances where there's just like no coming back. And I think we as a society, we shouldn't say, we shouldn't say, okay, this happens to everybody. We should just say, okay, here, here's this, you know, here, here's these uh, agreement. Read it, understand it, talk about it, yeah. watch videos on it, go read websites, like make your opinion on it. And if you agree with saying, okay, I pull the plug, then sign it and you know turn it in. Yeah. We, we, we shouldn't mandate on that on everybody. We should just say here, here's something we don't want to talk about, and but we should, and and you should give it some thought. And especially like if you have kids, you know, you don't want to be a burden on your kids. Um, but yeah, st stuff like that. Like we don't, we just don't do it. Yeah, I fully agree. It's kind of a little bit taboo because nobody want to talk about death, but I agree. And that's really important. I mean, I've seen the opposite. I've seen people being totally healthy, having a stroke, not being able to talk and only being able to move a finger and half the brain being flushed out, being kept right. alive for over 10 years. I have seen people that were not able to do anything being, um, getting, getting, wait, what's the word? Getting food through a Magensonde, which is basically a little thing in your, um, yeah. in your stomach where you got, flu got fluid, um, mm -hmm. stuff so that you don't die in it. And, and if you don't do that, if you don't, um, before check such things, who do you think does make the decision? So there are two different options. So in Germany, at least, it's it's maybe the doctor, and it could also be the. So most of the time, when something happens, and then you don't have something, and then don't didn't mention anything, or you don't have any relation, uh, you know, and any close uh, relevant uh, stuff like that. So I don't know, maybe your wife or whatever. Then um, there will be a caretaker chosen by law. That you mm -hmm. don't know, that doesn't know you, and then he will have to choose that. And he doesn't know you, and he even can't get that much information because he has to choose that. It's not like, okay, let's dig into everything that guy has for half a year, and also it's not like he has a key to your house, you know? It's, right. yeah, so that's something that's really, really important. Um, and I totally understand nobody wants to, to deal with that, but yeah. So I sadly had to deal with that a lot. So, for example, last year, well, this is kind of a good story because it worked out good. So oldest person at my workplace, she was 94, and she was also one of the fittest also in her head, which was pretty, mm -hmm. pretty cool. She had pain, and she got morphium for pain. And she got more and more pain at the end. She got more morphium. Well, she stumbled across the feet of one other um, guy that lived there um, that always had his feet put out and well 
Anyway, um, she stumbled and make a huge bad sound on the floor. Her head hit the ground, was all full of blood. All people that lived there was staying there and were, oh my god, like, you know, like chickens on a, that thing where chickens sit, I don't know the word in English. Anyway, so all were sitting there, so we had to go away, go away, go away, call ambulance and stuff like that. And she was from then in delirium. She was, she always loved the cat, so we had a house cat. Um, at the workplace, and she was only talking about the cat. Oh, is the cat okay? Oh, 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 cat okay? Only stuff like that for the rest time of her life. Um, she then went to the hospital, and there was a caretaker ordered by law. And happily, we were able to talk to him. And because she hadn't written down something, I said, "Please shut it off." Yeah, you know, please shut it off. And if he wouldn't have done that, she would have been kept alive. We don't, maybe even now, we don't know. And this only in this case, it was easier because she was that old yeah you know if she would have been 20 years longer uh, younger than probably the decision it would be a lot so if you look at percentages the decision would have maybe changed depending on how much younger she is let's phrase it that way also you have to say that in most countries you don't have a um you don't have a, a right to end your life so you know mm. life is the yeah. the highest the highest um, gut, as you say in Germany, which basically means when somebody would um, when somebody would try to or, or fear that they would even they would put them in a in a cell where they could, don't where they can't. Yeah, you know. So in in Switzerland, <laughs> for example, there that's legal. You can go there and you can get a kind of injected a poison to die. Yeah, but but you can't do that here. Yeah, I heard you could do that in the Netherlands too, but like I'm I'm sure it's not just like oh like a drive through like you like give me a burger give me a burger and that other and thing yeah the, yeah like I'm I'm sure it's like the finishing I'll, menu yeah I'm sure there's like a lot of paperwork and you have to talk with people I mean that's that's yeah, a step sure. in the right direction like you have you've got to say okay yeah I've you know my body's yeah. failing I don't I don't you know just end it like if if this happens. Yeah, I trip and fall, and I hit my head, and I, you, I'm in a coma or whatever. Just, just don't, don't try. I think we can do that in the U.S. I, I don't know the specifics, but there's something like called like uh, the the term for it is like do not resuscitate. Like, I, I don't know how it, you implement it, but like it's some kind of a notice to to like if there's an accident and you take into the hospital and you have this kind of notice on you. I don't know how it works, but if if they can say, "Oh yeah, this is a valid argument," uh, it's not, yeah, yeah, like valid like paperwork that says this guy does not want to be resuscitated, then they they won't. And I don't know how that works. I think that's something we, you know, all of us adults, at least past thirty, should like understand and and yeah. go through. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. So in Germany, when you write down basically your testament where you can write such things into, you have to write it down by hand. So, mm -hmm. um, I hate writing by hand, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So check the, check the laws at your place, how you have to do it. Is there, if there's a certain form, if you can set it up yourself, you will mostly find forms on the internet for that. Uh, maybe there are places where it, you need maybe something like it's German, it's called notar. So people, uh, like lawyers or stuff that set up officially documents. So depending on how it is in your country, better be informed um, right. on that. Even though it's a yeah topic nobody want, wants to talk about, it's pretty important. 
and you don't want to, well, do that too late. Also, you don't want, you can see it from different perspectives. So you can also, you know, if you don't have relatives and you die, maybe you hate some of your relatives and you don't want him to get something of your, um, your money. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that, or maybe you don't have relatives and you don't want the the state to get your money because they will if you don't say somebody else gets it. You know, yeah. there are, there are certain points that definitely, um, yeah, where it makes sense. I want to say one last thing because I talked so much about my workplace. This is obviously because there was much death and it was a uh, retirement home for all people with psychic illnesses. But so all those people there, or the most of those people, never wanted to go to the hospital or to the doctor. They didn't. Right. Right. They also tried to hide their um what they had to not mm -hmm. so they don't have to go there. And it's really sad I really understand that also. So obviously when you work there you also you have well, you have to force people to go there if they do that because otherwise you get blamed. Right. So this is also some really bad thing. So yeah, and also um, I haven't. Um, this wasn't when I worked there, luckily. But also one of the um, guys that lived there, uh, she killed herself, and she did it with dry eyes. I don't think. Where, so there's no internet there. They are all old, so they only have TV. I don't know what she thought, and she yeah. So she went in the bath and then put dry eyes in, and then. Mm -hmm. Well, when you put dry ice in, all the air goes away. Yeah. So that's what she died of. Yeah. So, well, this is sad, but it's also sad to see. And I kind of understand it, um, sadly also that a lot of people, even though, you know, they are there and it sometimes becomes their home. Some never want to be there, but they have to because there's not that choice. But still then they, they fear the doctor a lot more. They don't want to go there. Yeah. Most of the time. And the hospital is a lot worse. And I totally understand why. Because, I mean, I made my education in the hospital. And, well, a lot of reasons are for the same thing. Because people are underpaid and are not enough doing it. Because they are underpaid and all the conditions are horrible. And you see we are, you see death the whole time. You Most of the time you have five to seven patients sleeping on the floor because there's not enough space and yeah it's 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 pretty pretty horrible to 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 be there and then you are maybe you're even there and you have i don't know you have some horrible stuff and you are with three other people in the room and you they are all snore so you can't even sleep and yeah. so they also don't have internet so here <laughs> so it's not like um yeah so you know so just just basic things so that apart from from health things there are things that are known to make it easier to heal you know like a comfy environment somebody to talk to <laughs> you know right. a lot of these things but um due to the fact that we don't even have enough people for doing the the medical important stuff we obviously also can't do that and all that was clear before corona even happened right and now they are like, yeah, you are the heroes, you are the heroes. And yeah, thanks. And uh, fuck you, you know? <laughs> so this is honestly my response. It's like, okay, you're doing nothing. Now you're, you're praising everyone for months. So I quit. So, and I say, I also think they are all heroes. But well, honestly, 
I I I rather be a living non-hero and not um, go down with all that shit. I don't know if physically or psychically um, over the whole time. So this is what I decided when all the corona shit happened. Um, I gotta admit that a lot of stuff went a lot worse. I told you I won't uh, mention all that here, but yeah, so a lot of that was handled really really bad, and we don't even had stuff to wear while we had infected people. We were supposed to be tested, but we weren't tested. We were then told to only to go to a hotel and only come to work from there and work while we are infected and stuff. So, well, I choose, um, well, yeah, you're all heroes, but I don't want to be a hero in that case. Right. Yeah, the pandemic just made a lot of, like, the problems that we've been talking about on the podcast just more and more obvious. Like, we, we yeah. knew they were there. It's just like they're just more and more apparent and harder to just dismiss. Yeah. Definitely. The problem is now we're coming back to the, <laughs> to the problem with humanity. I mean, how long do you think will this last? So if things change, maybe for 10 years where everything is kind of okay, and then everything will go back to yeah. normal like it was one year before. So it's not like there's a pessimistic me again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the important question of all this. What is, what is, so we have tackled a lot of different, topics and all seem to have kind of the same problems so the, the the big question of all this is how to change right how to change and how do we stay like that like like yeah, i was yeah. saying i was saying on my my uh, my stream when i was streaming and we were talking about how to how to improve life and you talked about this earlier like or how do we improve our species and part of that is like reducing how much meat we take in and there's like the the current way we do uh meatless al or meat alternatives is we have like certain um plants like soy or lentils or something like that and we process them and we season them and we cook them a certain way so they kind of taste and they have the same kind of taste and texture as meat but they're not they're not meat meat but they're, they're you know kind of close enough so that if you're trying to get off meat they're you know close enough to scratch the itch. Um, but what I was saying on my stream is that like, if we can make, and and then you were, you were saying like actually grow meat in a laboratory, like somehow yeah, from, uh, stem cells. <clears throat> from, from stem cells, or if we can figure out like how, how mother nature, how biology does it. Like are you taking this, these ingredients and you do this with them and then you get muscle tissue, which is the meat we eat. Like if we can copy that and we could do that in, an, in like a, in a factory, then we don't need cows. We don't need goats and cows and um, other animals to make meat. We can just do it in a laboratory. And part part there's there's two or at least two good things that come from that, as far as I see, is is we reduce the number of animals that we're slaughtering, which is a it it's a moral thing because you know I'm kind of uncomfortable with having to kill animals. So that I can survive. Uh, part of it is environmental because they take a lot of land. They need a lot of food. They need a lot of water. They produce a lot of uh, gas, like methane and stuff like that. And uh, we have to clear land so that to either grow food for them or for them to graze, uh, or and to you know roam about. So you know more people means more meat, which means more land. We need to more land and more 
uh, food and more water we need to dedicate to the meat. So if we can reduce our meat consumption, we can reduce the number of you know animals that we're farming uh, so that we can use that land and that water for, for us or for better uses. But another thing that artificial meat can do is that if we can figure out how to do it cheaply, it could be even cheaper to make fake meat than to have real meat. Yeah. If, if it's cheaper, then that's going to like open the floodgates because people are just going to go for the cheaper option. And yeah, yeah, and it's, it's right. And I'm fine if like if there's a day down the road where like we're eating like if you go to the fast food, it's mostly just uh, if you get a burger at a fast food place, it's mostly you know plant based. It's not actual meat; it's fake. And that's fine. That's like that's more ideal for me because it's probably it might be healthy. I don't know if I don't know if it would be healthy because you've got to cook it and you've got to season it and maybe it's got to put a lot of salt in it. I don't know, but maybe real meat from cows becomes like this premium thing. So like only, you know, you only get it for like special occasions or maybe, you know, only once in a while. And then you just, you know, day to day you're eating this plant, you're eating plants instead, which are easy to grow faster to grow less water, et cetera, et cetera. So if you, if you make it just like brain dead, easy yeah. that uh like it's a, just a no-brainer kind of a choice where to get fake meat you know for yeah. your weekly sustenance and that's going to improve our planet yeah i i agree with that i'm what so one thing that i don't i don't know but obviously the question has to be asked so well the lab grown isn't that far so when we come to the plant based uh meat well, there are two things you obviously have to ask. And I mean, I, I, I tried different kinds out of interest. Mm -hmm. And some were, so I liked some, some I didn't. Um, but I found it uh, pretty interesting in general. So I tried these burger patties. Um, so probably they have different names here in Germany than in, in the USA, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, anyway. So one thing that you have to ask, obviously, is, is it healthier? And I, right. obviously, because it's new, there are no long-term studies, so we probably don't know. I guess I don't know this, so I'm just guessing. And the other thing that you have to ask, is it better for the environment? So how much water do you need to put right. the soya or the, the, the peas or whatever it's, it's, it's made of? So these are obviously important questions that you have to ask. Um, but uh, in general, I um, agree. And I don't know that. I just wanted to throw that in the, in the room. Yeah, those are, those are two important questions to ask when we, when someone says, Oh yeah, we have this new plant based meat and it's better than you, then you ask, Oh, is it okay? Do we need less land? Do we need less water to grow your food? Because like you can compare, I need this amount of land. Like you can kind of do the math and break it down to where you say, yeah. I need this amount of land, this amount of food cool. and this amount of water for one kilogram of, real beef from a cow and then the same thing with the the meat alternative and, you yeah. can, and then you then you can see like oh yeah we need you know less of each and then then this the other question like you asked is is it actually healthier or they put in a bunch of salt and preservatives to make it taste good and if that's the case then um then that's a the question i can't answer like if you're eating real beef you know it's, it's going to have salt and fat and cholesterol versus whatever they put into the the alternative uh, and that's a question I'd, i wouldn't begin to answer like which one would be healthier what what i think 
when it comes to so I I well I eat meat I like meat um, but I also try to not eat that much and when I buy meat then um, well I rather buy less but then more expensive so I have mm. some uh, some people that I know that have for example chickens and um, they have um, sheep and stuff so I tend to most of the time also my dog is from them um, so yeah <laughs> So I most of the time try to buy stuff there. So, um, but obviously you can't always do that because it's a lot more expensive on the one hand. And, right. um, yeah. So, I mean, if I would have a lot of money, I would only buy that to be honest, but I can't afford that. Um, but that's what I, so what I would like to do all the time. By the way, they also, um, so for example, when they, so in Germany, it's like, when they kill their sheep, for example, they have to bring them to a slaughterer, to a professional. Mm -hmm. they, they are not allowed to do it on their own. Which, well, I think they should, a lot of people should be able to get a certificate to do it on their own um, stuff because mm -hmm. transport always for a lot of animals is pretty stressful depending on how far the slaughter is and stuff and everything is different there, you know. And um, But for for example, for their, they have um, chickens and they also have pute. I don't know the word in English. It's also um, a bird. And for them, for example, they are allowed to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. So they slaughter them on their own. And um, so when they slaughter them, they offer you to come there. You can slaughter your own. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, not many people come. but And also, this will never happen. But I mentioned that um, a few podcasts ago. And I think a big problem with the whole meat thing is just that it's nothing that people... So if people see how animals are transported or how male chickens are shredded because they don't lay eggs, right. then they afterwards will probably, like humans are, for maybe one month for two weeks, don't eat that stuff and afterwards forget. Um, but right. if people would have a real connection to that... So if you have a, if you have a fucking Angus bull... bull and I mentioned it the last time, and I'm, by the way, I mentioned that because, and, um, well, I, I saw it, obviously, and not everybody can have this, but I'll make the point. So I saw something on YouTube. This was about, um, a female MMA fighter. I'm not at all into MMA and also don't really watch it. I don't know how the YouTube algorithm got me there, but, uh, I found it interesting. So it was a, about a female MMA fighter, and she's uh, called, uh, Ronda Rousey, I think. And she has mm -hmm. a farm. I think it's even in Texas. And she lives there with a boyfriend. And they have an Angus bull every year. And he lives there with them. And they slaughter them. And they eat of this bull the whole year. And they cry when they slaughter them. And so... This is the connection that's missing. You know, if you always, if you always go to a supermarket and buy something ripped in plastic, you don't have any connections. Like, so for example, when I lived in Spain, around the place where I lived, there were free-roaming uh, cows and horses. Mm -hmm. And there were things happening, like, for example, so my neighbor was um, a carpenter from Africa. So he told me, look there. And I was like, what is it? That these are vultures. They can see the... I was in South Spain. So they can see each other for that many miles. So when some comes, a lot will come. So let's try to uh, catch a vulture. And I was like, uh, okay, how do you catch... What do you mean? And he was like, they eat so much, they can't fly anymore. So mm. let's try to hide and go and see if we can go to the vultures. And I was making funny and let's catch two and fly with them and stuff like that. So, <laughs> and, um, well, we really tried to get there and we obviously we don't, wanted to know what happened. 
So one of the cows that was running free broke their neck. We don't know mm. how. And he just, um, well, the vultures all went away before we were there. He probably also knew that because they have really good eyes and, you know, and I was like, well, they're really big. Vultures are so big. So what do we know? And he was like, you can scare them away. You can, if you want, you can take a big stock and put your jacket on it or stuff like that. If you feel safe. And I was like, okay, whatever. Let's just do it. Let's go for it. And we went and it was like a little adventure for me, obviously, because I never seen a vulture or stuff like that. And well, he know all that stuff because he lives on the farm in Africa. And well, we got there and then he was uh, telling and showing me. And I was like, okay, so. You can see here the cow broke his neck. The farmer's really bad. It's a really bad farmer because the meat is worth about 500 euro and it's not worth anymore because the vultures were here and also you can see the flies. The flies do more work than the vultures. So the flies mm -hmm. all around the eyes and stuff like that. So that was really um, interesting and he was in meat business before so he was like, um, yeah, well, he had not a lot of knowledge about that and he basically offered me and said like, well, should I show you how how this works. So how you slaughter an animal and how you prepare it. And I was like, yeah, I think that's important. So, and I think this is an, um, experience that more people should, should make. And I, sh I, I think they should make it. Well, as horrible as it sounds, they should make it early in life because if you eat that, and I'm not saying, okay, you are six years old here, do that. But at a certain age, you should, you know, you shouldn't yeah. know what you're doing. It's, this is, and it's so far from, from knowing what you're doing. It's like, okay, I better not watch those, those videos because then I can't eat meat. And this is, this is, there's kind of a disconnection. And this is also a problem. It will never happen that everybody will, will slaughter an animal or stuff like that. And I wouldn't even re recommend it. But on the other hand, I think it's, it's kind of important to have a connection. So, you know, if you, if you, yeah. if you know that is a living being, so it's a different thing. And you will, and I, I promise you, depending on what, especially cows, because cows are, if you have a, if you, if you have seen a, a, a little cow grow up, they have a personality. They play, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So if you buy meat somewhere, mostly they, so, and even if you buy the, the, the cheapest meat, well, obviously they still have a personality, but they most of the time are in a dark, in a dark space with enough place to just stand or lie there and are feed stuff so they get bigger and don't build that much of that because they taste not that good. And, you know, they are just, treated like objects so so i think it's totally okay and fine to eat meat um but i think the animals should be treated properly and obviously if everybody always eats meat then it won't work because then there's not enough place to treat all these animals probably but this yeah. is uh, a thing that, that that i think is important and if if all people would know this connection then a lot of people would eat Less meat, but I agree with you. The more realistic approach is that you meet the alternative so much cheaper that people buy it because the other thing will never happen. Still, right. I think this is an important point. Yeah, like I would love to, you know, for our species, or at least you know, a large chunk of our species to like be exposed to slaughter and say, oh, and, and then you ask them the question, would you would you eat a cat? No, a cat or a, would you eat a cat or a dog? No, a cat or a dog. You know, that's like, like I've got a cat or a dog. You know, it's like family. You know, they're they're fun. I, I love them. Well, if if you would have 
spend time with cow or goat or sheep, you know, you would yeah. you would find that they're saying the same way. Like you exactly. grow up if you, if you if you raise a cow from you know calf to a cow, like it's going to have a personality. It's going to want to play. It's going to it's going to miss you. It's going to like you know when you when you return to it, it's going to you know lick your face or rub against you it loves you because i mean they are even holy in india so in india yeah. there are people going around slaughtering people for eating cows <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not a joke by the way <clears throat> <laughs> um so yeah i mean a cow is just a larger animal that's like it's got feelings and um so if if people would you know come to terms with that you know i think people would cut down or go meat free entirely just because they wouldn't they would be shocked to see people eating dog or cat or you know bird and same with chickens i know someone who raises chickens and she gets the eggs you know she gets free eggs but like she yeah. loves she loves you know spending time with her chickens it's just like little companions um, I, but unfortunately i think i think you and i are in the same boat where like we're we say no that's not going to happen but if you make you know the alternatives cheaper than People yeah, that's, that's realistic. Yeah, more yeah. realistic. The other one is totally unrealistic, but I still would like to see it, but it won't happen. Yeah. I have, um, wait, how do I? So I have one interesting thing, um, to say regarding that. Um, so one of my ex girlfriends, um, well, I talked about that before and rap music, blah, 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 blah. One of the first concerts I was, was from a guy that's uh, local here, um, from a side town and, he made, well, also song about, uh, the song is probably, I don't know, 15 years old or something like that, or even 20. And it's a song about animal rights. And in the video to the song, well, he shows how animals are treated. And obviously you can think about what he shows. He shows like animal transport. So if you have pigs eating there's each other while they're transported during 40 degrees and right. getting, so a lot of horrible stuff just. So, yeah. well, after my girlfriend watched a video with me, she went, uh, she went vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For, for one month. Um, about, so, well, she didn't plan at all, but after watching the video, she, and it was also cool because this was the first time in my life when, um, I also tried that then and I saw what different kinds you can do. And well, that's not my aim, but that's, uh, that just kind of came to my mind while we were talking about it. And it's also the same thing that you see again. Well, she saw the video. She went uh, for one month, and then it's it's <laughs> yeah. And it's the same thing. It's the same subject. Like if you see the behind the scenes, you're you're with with slaughter. You're you're gonna like you're gonna find yourself unsettled and maybe like don't want to take part of that the slaughter. Uh, because like when you buy meat, you you're participating. You're not doing it yourself. You're paying someone else to do it for you. So you're participating yep. in it. But it's not just meat. You know, it's also you know chocolate. It's clothes. It's shoes. It's you know computers. You know computer chips and you know. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think for the for the for the computer and and handy stuff, there's a lot mining in in, in Africa for yeah cobalt and stuff like that. And they are going down there without. So it's, they don't even have a bar to test if there's enough air. Like, you know, like yeah. in our areas 200 years ago, it's like without that, there's no machine like that. There's, oh, there's some up there. And then, well, yeah, that's, and, and it's not like this is some well kept secret. So it's, it's like right. the same, like with the animals. 
but I still want to get that cheap phone, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's we're, pretty bad. Well, kind of in that way, we're kind of trapped. I mean, we, we can choose not to eat meat. We can choose to, you know, I don't know, spend a bunch of money. I mean, we, we kind of have to have shoes unless we just live on a farm. I mean, even if you live on a farm, you need shoes. Like, uh, we need clothes, you know, if you want to participate in modern society, you don't really need a smartphone, but you're going to miss out. This is a disadvantage also... without a computer and a phone and all that. And what's what's interesting about that? This is just I I gotta be honest. I just uh, want to make it up because I really like the author and um, I read that I don't know somewhere during the last last week, and it was on Reddit, but it's from Terry Pratchett, and it's basically I can't. Well, I read a lot of books from him and I like um, a few, but uh, or most even. Um, but I can't give it, I can just give you the gist of it. Otherwise, you have to read it or look it up. So basically, uh, Terry Pratchett was saying in one of his books, it's like, um, when he was, this, so he described, he described poverty by, uh, basically saying, so it's like, so you work, so the, the, the basic worker works the whole month and then he has, um, 20 bucks and he really needs new boots. And the cheapest new boots you can get are ten bucks, right? And and really good new boots cost seventy bucks, but you will never be able to afford them. So when you are wealthy, you buy the you buy the good boots, and they will last you for ten years. And afterwards, you can go to I don't know the name in English, the guy that repairs shoes, and mm-hmm. he can put a new sole and and you are fine for ten more years. And the other guy, the ten the the shoes that he buys for ten, he have to buy shoes every year again, right? For ten, so yeah, it just came to my mind. I don't know because we were talking about yeah, it's it's like it's hard to for us, you know, in a in the industrialized nation to realize. But there's some people who just like they have got they've got to sign they've got to save money just to buy a pair of sandals. Like that's so that's so hard for us to picture. Like because we we can just go out to any store like. We can drive in just, a car. Just order it and send it back and whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can. You don't have to go to the store. You can. You can order it online. Online. It's like we live in a. It's almost like we live in a different world completely yeah. from a lot of it these is. people. It is. It is. Yeah, and it's also something that keeps the system going and it keeps to make the gap between the the poor and the rich people bigger. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, you were talking about. Like if you had a million dollars, you'd do this and this and this, and you would stop, you know, you stop working, just do what you want. And I would do the same. But if I won like the lottery, as in like tens of millions or hundreds of millions, I would, you know, I would stop working, you know, where where I could, you know, because I'm part owner, of, I'm part owner of a business, so I'd just get that going, so I don't have to work there necessarily. Maybe I, you know, hire some other people to do my job, what you know, do the job I'm doing now, so I can go out. And I can like go go to these people and like there, there's small things that we can do like you can like if you go to Africa there's certain places we can like uh, there's villages that need water and the, you know the the women have to go with jugs on their heads to go find yeah. a little thing a little pond and then you know spend the day walking hours filling up the jug and then walk walking hours back. Viva Conifa. And um, like. There are certain places where you can, like, if you had the money, you can just 
have this company like drill a well and then they can just get a water from you know a, th a five minute walk from where they are like do you know it, viva con aqua uh i don't think so I would just put it in short because it really fits it's, uh, around this topic. Viva Con Aqua. Um, I don't know how far it went, but um, I think they are still there and they were pretty successful. So what they did um, was basically selling water and getting um, um, fund. So the thing, when you are at the fest, so they started at festivals. You were selling water at festivals and they were also um, the... The thing, when you have a bottle and give it back, you get money for that, you know, so you don't waste the bottle, which right. is at all festivals mostly. And they will collect all that and they are, well, they all did it to get water to Africa. So mm. um, that basically started from not much money, just collecting that stuff at festivals and then building wells in uh, Africa. Well, mm. I found them when I was still going to festivals because there was always Riva Kanakwa found it interesting i once saw a documentation how they, they dug a will there so i just wanted to mention it yeah and, and there's just so much like part of part of the problem like part of my dilemma like if if i were to win the lottery and i had like tens or hundreds of millions of dollars part of my dilemma is how much do i how much would I, okay first off i don't want to die with all that money right yeah because then it would just be taken by the state or by lawyers or whatever like i don't want it to go to them give it to your podcast um. <laughs> <laughs> um i would want to give it to wait i would try to help as many people as i could yeah sure so that i die with just you know minimal amount of money or i live with the minimal amount of money i could still like maybe you know, get a house somewhere i don't know if i just moved to europe or something but uh i would try to give it away as much as possible and part of that would be like going you know drilling wells in africa giving them seeds so they can plant um giving them maybe farm equipment i don't i don't know like if that's even possible and there was there was i don't know where i saw it but there was a a documentary on where like um uh, some some village in africa where like you know the, the the families would save up money over months and then they would buy a bicycle and then with the bicycle they can trans you know they can go further and they can sell their goods and go buy goods further so like stuff like that just like going yeah. and giving away bicycles and shoes and clothing and umbrellas and like there's like you can do a lot with a little bit of money if you know where to spend it so so the thing is we need to find a system that makes money so we can do good stuff <laughs> right 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 that, that's the kind of thing that's that's thing a thing that's been like i've been thinking about you know you know, in my spare time, I was like, man, if I just had a way to make money, I can spend some of that profit and, yeah, and just help people. I, I don't even care if I don't, if I never meet those people. I just, you know, try to want to do something for somebody, you know, something. Yeah. Like so I, I think this is a really, well, really good aim. I would mm -hmm. probably, to be honest, I mean, if I have tens millions, then I would also do that. But if I had a small amount of money, um, so after the necessities for myself, and I honestly, I don't need much, but so if I, I would like to have a, um, like a place to live that's paid off where I don't have to pay anything and where if something right. gets broken, I'm not scared that I can't pay it. So that's one thing and I would like to have. The other thing, so I just want to be sure that I have the necessities for my life and afterwards I would look to people more so that I know in real life and try to 
well, not to buy them houses, but to do the same in a certain amount for them. So for mm -hmm. people that kind of like, you know, that I, that I know for a long time and that I see as, okay, you're trapped in working at the call center. I worked with you for 10 years. So, you know, so, so to, right. to give people kind of, kind of, kind of a chance. And obviously you also always have to say there's always somebody that's, that has it worse. As always. Right. So after I have, I would have done that, I would come to the same point as you, but I would start in, in, in a smaller, yeah, in a smaller director way, probably thinking about it. I mean, obviously you never have in the position, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, when thinking about yeah. it, I think I would start there. And I think, I think you and I are kind of on the same subject where if we had like a lot more money than we could spend ourselves. We'd want to like, you know, help the poor, but also like maybe buy some houses for some people we know that have been struggling for a long time, or they've got like parents to take care of, or they've got a family and, you know, they're, they're struggling to, 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 to pay the bills. So, you know, you would want to help people out, but to, to poison that thought of um, philanthropy, it's like, if you look at it and you spend this, I don't know, I don't know what a house goes in for Germany. I'll just, I'm just going to pull a number out of the number out of my hat, but let's just say you can buy a house in Germany for somebody for a hundred thousand euros, right? Yeah. Well, imagine how much money you could do or how much, how many, and, that, and you know, that's just for one person or one family, but for 100,000 euros, you can, you know, drill wells for dozens and dozens of people of villages in Africa. You can buy yeah. shoes and clothing for, thousands and food for thousands of people in, in India or, or yeah. China or whatever. It's like, yeah. and that that's going to, if, if you get to that point, you're going to have to weigh like, man, am, am I really going to spend, I can, you know, I could save 30 villages with this money or I can buy a house for one person. Like, am I really, and, and man, that's going to weigh on you if, if yeah. you're at that point. I, I, I think it does, but this is also to, this is, this is also a point like, um, you know, this is, this gets down to the point is what do you take as your, your measurement? Do you take as the measurement you want to, to help the most amount of people? Sure. Right. And obviously when you look at it from the outside, this is also the best, um, to help the, the, the most amount of people. But, um, if you have won 10 million and, um, well, I, I still won't say you are a bad person if you have helped your mom first, you know? Right. And, and, yeah. and helped, and helped 5,000 less. I would still say you're a good person and understand where you're coming from. So, so this kind of depends on where, yeah, what's, what, yeah. what's the measurement. Oh, I agree in general, but. Yeah, you, you just have to make sure, like, you're, like, cause if you, if you spent the money on yourself, then you're selfish and people won't like you. Well, I mean, people will think worse of you. But then if you spend it on a bunch of friends and you want to, you know, to Las Vegas and you went partying and all this, then, you know, you're also a bad person. But if you spend it on other people and you didn't really expect anything in return, uh, then I think you can't really argue like, Oh, you, it, it would be very hard to sympathize with someone who says, Oh, you spent your money on house for your, your, your parents. Like, and there's people on, you know, there's poor people. Like you didn't help them. That's, that's like, a stupid argument i think it's like you you help the people who who've been good to you yeah and and you know that are that could need a hand and then and then i guess when you when you get the people that you know 
you know, in a good spot, then you can spend the rest on all this other stuff. Well, now it also gets interesting because look at, I mean, obviously we don't know and it's only what's shown, but look at right. how all this, or a lot of these prominent worlds and I don't know, models and football players and, and all that works. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them get generate more money for showing, for showing how much money they have and what cool stuff they had and get corporations with, you know, for example, right. with, a, with some designer or stuff like that or with, with some brand that makes cars and then they can exclusively test their cars or whatever. So right. you're totally right on the one hand, but then I think this is an interesting one when we are talking about like, okay, if you are doing this, people would look down on you. So not in all cases and um and I also don't think you have to look down and so if you have if you have so many millions, I mean I don't know how many the the, the highest paid footballers have, but probably probably a lot. Um so I mean if I had so much I would also buy cool stuff. why, why, why you know? Why 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 shouldn't I if you have so much? But still um it's, yeah, I, well, in general, we know that there's enough for everybody. So I don't think anybody should even earn that much, no matter what they do. Nobody should. Right. So, right. so th th this is the point. If I, if no matter which person would get that much, you, you know, if you have 500 million, who cares if you buy a fucking, I don't know, Ferrari for 200,000? It doesn't matter because right, of those right. numbers. It, it just doesn't matter anymore. Um, right. but yeah, yeah, in general, I think the problem with that is just all, all countries would have to be the same. You know, all would have to say that's not allowed because if two countries say, okay, if you have, for example, everything you have over one million, you will have to give away to a poor person. To improve right. first food, first water, first that, then the people that are richer will go to other countries where they don't have to do that. But right. if every country would do that, all of a yeah. sudden all problems would be away. Uh, I'm I'm just exaggerating. Obviously, you would have enough money to theoretically put all the problems away during a certain amount of time. Let's phrase it that right. way. But right. it could be pretty doable. Yeah, it's just where again we're. We it's concerned. the same problem the whole time. Oh, yeah, my nail's crawling always, up we've, again. We've we've always had this solution where if everyone participates <laughs> yeah. in in the solution, then we get rid of the problem. But the the, the problem is that we're <laughs> we are the problem. The problem. That that we're, yeah. We are the problem. That's the problem, yeah. <laughs> we're uh, we're okay, too well, concerned with that, that money thing. Yeah. Well, I think we made a pretty good circle and well, mm -hmm. I haven't watched an hour, but you said we should keep it down to one hour. Well, yeah. how about two? <laughs> <That's> close <laughs> enough, huh? <laughs> Gets it along to two. And we even, I mean, we got better. We even talked about the topic we wanted to talk about in between. That's, yeah. that's, that's pretty good. That's, there, there's still so much to dive into that even just, you know, the elderly or healthcare. I mean, I mean, this, I, I think we're not going to run out of material. No, sadly, sadly, we will never run out of material, um, regarding all this and, yeah. So, well, I really enjoy, especially the the kind of loose 
start where you can just jump from topic to topic and maybe get an yeah. association or remember something. And I, even though I think it would be better for maybe sometime getting an audience or something like that, like I have a topic yeah. and talk about it one hour. Um, I enjoy this a lot more. And yeah, I think I would be down to, to, to keep it like that. Also, as I said before, at the start, well, the first two podcasts, it was a bit, it wasn't hard to get in, but it felt a little bit strange at first. And with yeah. that, this goes totally away somehow. Mm -hmm. So this is a good, good tool to, um, yeah, go over this moment and uh, get right into whatever that in our mind comes to our mind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks for um, watching, listening, whatever. And, um, yeah, we will do this again. Yeah, Pretty sure. great. Yeah. Quite enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Okay, I will uh, stop this and uh, have a nice evening. And, um, yeah, if you like that, if you, I don't know, let us, let us know whatever you want uh, to yeah. uh, whatever. We will see you next time, hopefully. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.